Chris, I have um, I have an update for you. Yeah. On the fanfic world. Oh yeah. Uh, there has been some coffee shop AU's in the dream in the Sandman <laughs> TV. That took long enough. And there, one of them is really good. Okay. I'll send it your way. Yeah, it's actually please do. What's nice. the setup? It's just that it's it's actually kind of strange because I always assume that if you're going to do a coffee shop at you that it's like somebody owns a coffee shop. Yeah. But this is ostensibly a coffee shop at you, but it's just they made it a coffee shop. Nobody works there. <laughs> no, it's just they meet there and they. they what? <laughs> so it just takes place at a coffee it's shop. It's just a. Is it just for the purpose of the meet cute? It's basically yeah. Okay. It's basically like what if Dream and Hot met at a coffee shop and they were both humans uh, with completely separate lives and and, and jobs. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So they're not immortals no. meeting there every hundred it's years. A, so it's <laughs> just basically what if two people met at a coffee shop? <laughs> the question we've all been wondering. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Why We Watch This, the podcast where three friends watch a bad movie, talk about what they liked, what they didn't like, and how they would fix it all while enjoying a themed cocktail, but this is a mini episode, so none of that applies. I am Brendan Trishler. I'm Ali Delahanty. I'm Chris Ravel. And we are back, as I said, for another mini-episode as the preamble to our Halloween spooktacular. That's right, our annual celebration of the most terrifying and macabre movies you can possibly imagine. The spookiest of all terrible movies. So accordingly, we're doing an Amy Heckerling movie from 2012 called Vamps. Ah! That's right. Nothing more terrifying than Alicia Silverstone and Kristen Ritter and Amy Heckerling trying to be relevant. (laughs) Possibly the most terrifying thing of all. Um, um, there's some some classic, now classic, Amy Heckerling style grievances. Yep, she through. hates the iPad. She- <laughs> Although I actually looked it up, I was trying to find information about this movie. Apparently, IRL, Amy Heckerling loves the iPad. <laughs> Please wow. tell me that was She's rendered as a goof on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, in real life, Amy Heckerling loved iPad. Um, <laughs> in real life, she loved iPad. <laughs> goof! 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 Ding! I do, I do like that, um, I do enjoy that Amy Heckerling is already back for seconds in the same year that we did, um, I Can Never Be Your Woman. Yeah, I'm yeah. really thrilled to be doing two late career Amy Heckerling movies. <laughs> I don't know what within else. Within one year. Really know. I, I looked, I, this is her it's, most recent movie. It's kind of. So um, I had looked, because I was curious, like, shit, are we gonna, like, is it possible to lump something else in here? Did she do a Christmas movie that I forgot about? Or when, crap? I was wondering that too when I looked it up, because I thought we should probably, if, if she did do a Christmas movie, that yeah. should be our Christmas movie, but sadly no. That'll be the last episode. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah, because I will leave after that. I'm done. <laughs> all right. Before we get too much, obviously, into the classic movie vamps that you've all heard about, I want to go into the drink recipe naturally. So the drink that we are making for vamps is called a Necropolitan. It mm. is very simple. It's going to be sparkling white wine and some raspberries. Basically, all you're going to do is you're going to muddle some raspberries and pour the goo into your wine glass, top it with sparkling wine so you get a neat little layered effect where it's like a little bit of red on the bottom like blood mm-hmm. and then some wine on top because you're like a sassy gal about town. <laughs> and then you're going to add a raspberry with a skewer steak through it for garnish, like a little like heart with a skewer through it, but fruit. 
I, I, I honestly, I think it sounds really delicious, and yeah. I think that visual effect will be cool. I do too. It sounds pretty basic, which I appreciate too. I almost—it's fun. I, like, like as much as I miss doing. Do you remember, guys? Remember the shadow cocktail? Yeah, yes. which is like probably the craziest thing we've ever done. Yeah. It's like as neat as it was. That was such a like a group effort to make yes. sure like you had to find dry ice from like oh some my distributor. God. Yeah, yeah, I, from, I ordered it, and then you had to pick it up from yeah. Brooklyn Ice yeah. and Cold. That's yeah. right. That's right. And then uh, uh, I learned the hard way about how powerful dry ice is because <laughs> it. Frosted over like half of my backpack oh my that it was gosh. sitting in. <laughs> you get, by the time you get to your backpack's like stuck to your back. Well, kind of. So this was like happening in real time while this guy's like driving me from the 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 ice and coal place back to here. Mm. And the guy just keeps I keep seeing him like check the rear and he's like, Is there something in your bag? I'm like, Yeah, it's dry, don't worry about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then we also you just got like out. condensation exactly. The windows are fogging up and he's like, yeah. what the f-? I'm actively becoming Bobby Drake Iceman. Um, <laughs> we also found out you can Go stand on someone's lawn if you don't get something to do around here. Dry ice is so powerful you can't put it in your freezer. No. Nope. Yeah. Or else it'll like overpower yep. your freezer. It'll overpower the normal ice. So the wet just ice. Leave it out. Yeah. 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 But also, it did make one of, like, probably the coolest... I, I, yeah, I, that, that probably was, like, our craziest moment. And it's, it's just annoying that it's really hard to get, like, a small amount of drugs. Oh, yeah, no, that was true. We had, like, a whole fucking... Yeah, right, exactly. Well, it turns out you open the bag and just let it... Right, just let it dissolve, basically, yeah. It will just sort of, yeah, evaporate. Some year, some year we'll do something not so like that again. Yeah, we can maybe obtain some more dry ice. Yeah. If we really feel it. But we should maybe try to... Dude around a party or something. Yeah, I agree. Like something that require a lot of people. Um, yeah. I could bring back that punch bowl. We could That's just, true. We could put all of that bag of dry ice in there. <laughs> yeah, and then that's what would... people, normally for Halloween parties, what you do is you have like, you just throw it in the punch bowl at right. the bottom. And then, then it's just, right. Because you obviously too, like it was hard in the drink because you don't want to get the dry ice in your, in no. your mouth. Anywhere near you, yeah. At all. So right. you, and it is heavy. It's dense. Yeah. So it will sink to the bottom of the drink. But like, it's better to just have like in a punch bowl in the bottom. Right. For effect. And then you just scoop out liquid. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, you do not want to get you don't want to uh, drink that yeah by accident nope well, having covered what we will be doing two weeks from now for our Halloween episode, let's get into it. So, is there any lipstick on my vampire fangs? Probably, <laughs> you messy bitch. <laughs> so, as a mini episode, we decided we wanted something low key and that didn't require a whole lot of prep. So, mm-hmm. what we came up with was our franchise TV show check-in. That's Woo! right. As you may have heard, this is a bit of a golden age of television going on right now. I have no joke heard a Guys, critic. Guys, appointment t- television <laughs> is back. It's back, baby. I don't know if you've heard about must-see TV. <laughs> um, I heard someone try to really push the concept of, no, 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 this is not the golden age, baby. This is the platinum Wow. Age. This is the plutonium age. Yeah. Um, it's killing us. So, yeah, the, there's a lot of... There's a lot of... Flan- developing long-term cancer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you know what? We're watching a lot of great... Yeah. yeah, but at least we'll go down happy. In 20 years, we'll be rotten. Yes. But well-cultured. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, franchise television, it's a real thing right now. Right, and I think like the most coincidental thing happening right now is that there are four major franchises that have all sort of released a new TV show in a relatively short time period. Yeah. Like, it all happened within like the span of about a month or two of each other, where you have... Representing the MCU, you've got She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Representing Lord of the Rings, you've got Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Representing Game of Thrones, you've got House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And representing Star Wars, now we have Andor. Yeah. yeah. And so we've got these four uh, very 
I, I would say, like, you know, expensive-looking TV. Well, She-Hulk maybe doesn't look as expensive. Not, but, ju- like, not just because I want to talk about it, but I think yeah. it's also worth mentioning that uh, The Sandman recently came out, which was another... I'm very, sorry, the what? The Sandman. Sandman which was oh, oh, oh. Like, oh. big budget, expensive-looking... Yeah. Uh, fantasy, fantasy series. series that... Less of a franchise, though it's sort of theoretically DC, but not really at all. Right, it's like hard. it is, but it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's DC in the way that they don't like ever. They don't like to make anything play with each other. Anything. Yeah, yeah, which I'm fine with. But. Yeah, I I, I, have, I got no beef with that really. But. I, I think it's better the Sandman. Yeah, this adaptation yeah. stays on its own. But anyway, so we just wanted to talk a little bit about those four television shows, which you may have started watching. But oh, we're gonna spoil. I'm gonna talk about shit from yeah. things and everything. All right, yeah. So obviously there are gonna be spoilers but for this. How can how can you not? What, what did you guys want to start with? Um, the only one we've all seen is Andor, and I haven't seen all of it yet because I don't have time. That's true. But we've all well, seen, seen She-Hulk. We've all seen She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. We've all seen She-Hulk. Let's start, let's start, right, with, start, start with our, our gal She-Hulk. Um, well, I'll just say I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dipping my, my, my toe back into the, the Disney media mm-hmm. world, and I've done so currently with with just, only She-Hulk and Andor so far. Which have been great choices for me, so I feel extremely encouraged. Um, but She-Hulk was the first one we watched of this new crop. Um, I mean, I, I, it's not like I expected to, to, to dislike it. Mm-hmm. I love Tatiana Maslany, um, uh, the creative team. I love that it's almost all women and that there are a lot of, like, really well-known comedy people. But it is, like, it's really funny yeah. and fun. And it manages to not be weighed down by the mythology, which I think is right. otherwise a little self-serious yeah. in the MCU. I mean, for me, it's mostly just that, like, I, I miss when things stand on their own, you know? Yes. And, like, that's what I'm getting from She-Hulk right now. The fact that, like, there, there's a little bit of that. Like, the first episode is a lot of, like, setting up pieces and establishing characters. So you've got a lot of the Hulk there. You've got, you know, the alien spaceships and shit like that. But then after that, for the most part, it goes, de- like, it goes its own way. I appreciate which thank God. I appreciate too I, that it I think it balances its meta elements really well. Like mm. I love the moments when she addresses the camera. Right. Um I think my favorite was like in the third episode or something where she just is like, Don't go thinking this is some it's kind of like, like yeah. cameo show. Just right, remember right. whose show this really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, long here again, but like you're not gonna be here every week. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess last week it was the Hulk and yeah. And uh, the, I, I like the just something about like, like, ooh, this is a bleak note to end the show on. But stay tuned, maybe the stinger will be funny or something. Like and it that. was. Yeah, it was yeah. mad. Oh, it was best character ever created, Madison. Madison. It was a really good one uh, this week's episode too, because like they ended the weeks before with like the Daredevil helmet reveal. And then right. no yeah. mention. And then at, yeah. well, at the beginning of this episode, when she gets invited to the wedding, she's like, "Yeah, sorry, this is a self-contained wedding episode. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not." She's something like, "Like you might, else. you might think that this is happening yeah, in the time. Well, so do weddings." Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also appreciate how very pointedly, not for the, not for dumb fanboys, the show is. Like, mm-hmm. it is explicitly billing itself as that. Um, I appreciate how much it appears to act, like, consciously be thumbing its nose at that crowd. Um, I've waited for this kind of validation for a while, and it just feels really good. Um, I love that, like, their official account re-released the, the She-Hulk poster to say sorry incels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, like, it's a little, obviously it's, like, a little bit blunt, and it's, I mean, I'm sure this is, like, a very calculated move on of Disney's course, part, right. but I can't say I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I can't say I don't enjoy them telling the chuds to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's, like, I mean, it's shaping up to be, like, the villains of the show are this sort of, like, Like this group of, like, incels, yeah. Incel crowd, yeah. Which I love! Yeah. Yeah. 
I love getting to see Renee Lee Goldsberry. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot she was in it until she showed up. She's not in it much, and it makes me wonder if she's going to be a villain or something, the way that she's been sort of downplayed a bit. But, um... Who's this? She's the, the other, other lawyer, lawyer who works there, who's, like, kind of, like... Oh. They're, like, they're not friends at first, and then she's they... Not, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. just villains. I, I don't know what her... Do- I mean, also, yeah. I feel like if I looked her up at all online, you would probably see, like, who her character's she's, based upon, and if that she, character... She's based on just, like, a rival lawyer Okay. That yeah, so Jessica then, has mm-hmm. in the uh, comic books, but that's it. Okay, yeah, then I wouldn't expect a whole lot, but who, who's to say? Um, it's got Lance from the other two. Oh, I know. <laughs> I wish that's Pug, right? Got, yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, v, I v different character from the other two. I love them like yeah. the the with the shapeshifter. That's my favorite episode. Yeah. Like, hey, I love molesting women in the workplace. <laughs> he runs out and he's like, guys, you know me. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I. That's my. Favorite episode. He's just like so. He's so pleading when he comes out. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) So good. And he was really goofy in the episode where they go find like they're trying to find like the the superhero fashion designer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he can get the shoes. Yeah. Um. I also just I. Uh, uh, Jamila Jamil is really annoying in real life it seems like but she's delightful I think she, all she's like I see her really in. channeling that effectively it's like it is very far from what that character is in the comic books but literally who gives a shit yeah I don't know too much about what her I know that she's just like strong right yeah. like that's her deal she's literally strong, strong lady yeah. and which is, is fine basically she's like super strong but still like not as strong as She-Hulk right. so she's like Always, always being like, more right, right, like, like pumping yeah, up to try yeah, to, like, to, be, to beat She-Hulk someday, and I kind of love that now she's just like a social media influencer who's like still wants to best She-Hulk. It makes more sense. Like I thought that was that was a smart update. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like. I don't know. I really like the show so far. Yeah, I do too. It's a good one. I was a little wary of like going. Like it took. It was the longest one that took me like the most time before I started watching, but. It is very good. But I'm uh, enjoying the, it. We kind of touched on this earlier, but like my kingdom for more shows that stand on their own or just. I was going to say, I, I will say that I do, you know, I, again, I really like that it stands on alone, but I am, I having kind of suspected it from all the rumors and stuff that it was going to be like the return of Daredevil. I'm like waiting for that. Oh, no, I am too. I honestly, I sort of right thought now. he would pop in by now at this point, yeah. honestly. Well, because like, he's the most obvious to yeah. like, be connected to this. And right, so, naturally. That's kind of like why I think we're all thinking like, it was going to happen. Right. Um, and having seen the previews, I think it is happening. I also just kind of hope so. on the tail of that that they would maybe also let Jessica Jones and Luke Cage in. <laughs> like, yeah, I, um, do we have anything else to say about Shahulk? No, I heartily recommend it, honestly. It's like, show. it's very fun. I'm, I'm very, very much enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely, like, I thought I would be born to Miss Marvel, but I'm definitely more into She-Hulk. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I thought, well, see, this is, so this is the thing, and this is not, like, an original take by any means, but a lot of the Marvel shows on Disney Plus have, like, started fairly strong and petered out, or in the case <laughs> yes. of, in the case of, um, Winter Soldier and, um... Started weekly. Started week and ended weekly. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that because I'm very sure one of our friends is very fond of those characters. I'm very fond of those characters too, but the TV show itself, uh, didn't love it. Anyways, but a lot of them have started off really strong and then sort of like slipped as they've gotten to the end. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really hoping that this one manages to like stick with it. Is it also just because, I mean, they don't have high mythological or dramatic stakes really because well, I don't think that matters no though. first of all like Loki did pre- have pretty high stakes oh, that's true Loki works that's Loki true. works Loki works did yeah. mostly deliver on it yeah I, also I, I had no beef most, like Loki to me is the is the, the one of the more weirder standout ones because it was like the first one of this gigantic new 
like wave wave of yeah like multiverse shit mm-hmm. and like it's yet to be involved in any of the stuff that's come after which seems right. bizarre because it's about the agency that is supposed to be dealing with all of it right, right. yeah <laughs> it, it is weird that like we set this up and you go and thinking like wow so this is how it's going to be now right yeah, like, like they're going to be involved in all of this and then it's suddenly like suddenly expect eh. that like when doctor strange is fucking around in the multiverse that like the tva would show up right exactly like you expect them to pop up in spider-man or doctor strange yeah. or like anything else at this point just like yeah. nah, no it's they have where they really. are <laughs> dealing with the hr disaster yeah they, they got other problems <laughs> to worry yeah. about right now uh so what did we want to talk about next do you want to go to andor since we're sticking with the disney plus market right now oh sure yeah, we're talking about andor. I'm, yeah I'm so a little behind on it you've but done I'm two episodes right two, one in a bit one in a bit finishing two one in a bit i um, finished the three i don't really mind so maybe spoilers we... too too much okay well, i mean I, I, don't, I, kinda, I don't i kind of feel like maybe we just don't discuss plot yeah I, I don't need to really discuss the plot thus far for andor too too much because well, who is marwa supposed to be the you, they they explain it very clearly by the end of the three hour or the three. She is highlight. his adopted mother. Uh, that's basically. what I because I remember yeah. them separately talking about him about having an adopted mother, but I was right. like, that's her. Trying to figure out yeah. right. And, and it's it, it happens in a very interesting way. way where it's like, like again since if you don't care about spoilers, they basically like she and her husband basically find baby Cassian on a ship that he was kind of ravaging. Yeah. And they're just sort of like, and they don't understand each other because they don't speak the same language. Yeah. And um, his adopted parents or, you know, to be adopted parents are kind of like, we can't really like leave him here because, you know, there's a new Republic ship coming. And if they find him, they're going to like arrest him or whatever. And so like, they make the choice to like knock him out and adopt him, which is just really sort of like a strange, like, you know, it, like just imagine like going to like Kenya or something, finding a child there <laughs> yeah. and being like, all right, come on, little guy. We got you now. now. Right. It truly is like, like, how did you know at the time that like he didn't have parents or something like that? Like, would you not have been better off just like dragging him out and dumping him off in the jungle yeah. somewhere? I'm also confused about, um, like obviously, I'm sure that the flashbacks are going to continue to develop. Yes. But like, mm. is, are they supposed to be? Is that supposed to be like a planet that's like on? Are there undeveloped planets so, in the Star Wars verse that are they? Do they like not have spacefaring? We don't. There are. I mean, there are definitely like okay. non-spacefaring planets but in Star Wars. But you are also not. You're not given a clear or definitive answer on this by the end of Episode Three. Mm-hmm. But you get as far as this was at one point a mining planet that was then made kind of a no-go zone because of. What the official records claim is a toxic event. Okay. But what appears, at least from what I can gather from those flashbacks, it seems like this was a mining colony, but all of the adults are dead. And all of the children are wearing kind of like uh, bits and pieces of almost like mining gear. Mm -hmm. Um, And like the oldest among them appears to be like 16. Right. It's basically like all their parents have died somehow. And they're just like a colony of children. With like very, with like no tech. Yeah. Or um, very low tech. Isn't there a thing like that in like Firefly where there's like a planet where like they like a play a song and everyone went nuts and killed each other and only a few people were survived? Sounds vaguely. I mean, I was I thinking of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome where there's just like a colony of children, of children in the yeah. desert. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's I found I find the flashback. I mean, I like the whole show, but the flashbacks I'm very attracted to. I love how simple and beautifully visual the storytelling is. Mm. I love that we get no subtitles for their Canary language yeah. or whatever it is um, because I think they do an excellent job of communicating without the clear dialogue mm-hmm. yeah. um, I liked I liked the um, like I didn't really know what to expect from the show or like the plot they didn't really give you an idea in the trailers of like right. what it's going to be about mm-hmm. other than like it's about Cassian Andor, I guess. Right, well, like, it's like, becoming like, a rebel like, or something. Rebellion, yeah. Because they yeah. also... I saw some some trailers that are around, like, young Mon Mothma. Right. Yeah. And so it's, like, about the rebellion sort of forming up or whatever. Um, but I, I was... 
like pleasantly surprised to find like a very different casting Andor yeah. from the one that we meet where he's kind of like a wheelie dealy kind of like he's like constantly dodging like death and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's like yeah, like he's very like what's Han the word I'm for? Yeah, like not like, not, not quite yeah, not he's even more, like not like sleazy, but like he's he's, he's like like unscrupulous in a way, sort of. Yeah, like. he's just like ta- like he just like constantly like lies around to everyone. And yeah. Not like in a malicious way. No, but just in like this is really how you survive, sort yeah, of way. Yeah, like getting getting by, like yeah, yeah. very mercenary, which I, I really liked. I think it really like paints a good picture of like what you get, like how he how he continues to evolve to like the person who shoots his informant in in Rogue One. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, I um, yeah, I um, I think I'm also just thankful. I read a review that was also echoing this, but I'm thankful that this is Star Wars content that actually feels like it's made for an adult audience and one that doesn't feel dumbed down for a younger range. Mm -hmm. So it like, I feel a lot more compelled and I feel a lot more immersed in it because it feels so much more real Mm -hmm. than the kind of plasticky, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, especially the last most recent mainline Star Wars was just, like, god-awful. I actually just felt like, I don't know, there's cursing, there's violence, there's uh, moral grays, there's... Yeah, I don't know. Rogue One was like that as well. Yeah, yes. That's true. So, yeah. like, you can tell, like, the building blocks. Yeah. Which I, and I get, yeah. like, The Mandalorian is a really good, was a really good show. Yeah, um, I'm still I'm still excited to see the next season of Mandalorian. I do think that season two became very heavy on like backdoor pilots, you know, it, yes. where it felt like every other episode was like that? right, and it's like now the Mandalorian's meeting she'll Ahsoka and she'll have her own show now too, and it's just like uh, okay, like yeah. can we go back to like you just meeting some friends and doing your shit? It almost makes me want to have them resort their shows between what's an actual TV series and what's just yeah. a brand deposit. I, I feel like the Mandalorian season, like the Mandalorian season one, was kind of like the evolution of like this guy doing a bounty hunting to like having more of a meaning in, in his life. Right. Right. purpose and like more making a bond with this kid that he wants to to look after whereas like season two was like we, we instead of a plot we have getting from cameo to cameo right. to backdoor to backdoor and also right. isn't Lil Leia really cute <laughs> that was that's, that's not, not the same that's thing. Obi-Wan oh it that's is Obi-Wan. yeah well mixing them right up aren't yes, I you are yeah but Obi-Wan was alright Obi-Wan was okay I think Obi-Wan still had some shit that I thought was like kind of dumb or like padding but like yeah. by and large Obi-Wan worked pretty well for me I did not think that Obi-Wan was going to just be like Obi-Wan and Baby Leia like run around I, no I didn't either so I was pretty pleased honestly yeah it was, that was the best thing about that yeah. show was like I thought it was literally just like because you don't see Baby Leia in the trailer at yeah. all initially and you see like a baby Luke and you think like okay this is gonna be like him on Tatooine defending Luke in some way but like without you know but like he can't meet Luke because Luke's right. uncle won't let him so it's gonna be like he has to fight off a band of marauders or some mm. shit I don't know whatever and then like as soon as Obi-Wan leaves Tatooine I'm like oh thank god yeah. <laughs> get the fuck off this planet <laughs> Nobody Sick cares of it. about Tatooine. That's right. Like, I don't want to spend time on Tatooine. If yeah. I feel like if you, Brendan, specifically controlled the Star Wars just IP from here on out, I feel like line one of your brand Bible is like, we are never, ever going back to Tatooine. No more desert yes. planets. <laughs> it is dead! We have so many other single biome planets to play with. Um, the one last thing I just wanted to call out about Andor that I enjoyed, I can't remember how much of him you would have seen in the... F- one and a half episodes. Probably by this point you've seen him, but the like the way over eager corporate the security. Yeah. 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 I call him I call him the Ubernark. Okay. Yeah, he's great. I, really I have like no him. idea who that actor is, but I love Exactly. We were he, no, we were saying because like I, when I watched it, I was like, oh I've definitely seen this guy in something. No, we, 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 and I looked him up, nothing. I had, I had seen him in absolutely yeah. not a yeah. thing. 
I love every choice he was making. I when he gives that speech, like when he's trying oh. to give an inspirational speech, he's just like, uh, like, 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 like I'm, there's no one else I'd rather be with than this team. And like his one lackey like starts clapping, like he gets a clap going and everyone else just like reluctantly starts well, to. The, the thing is too, like, I mean, it's such a weird line that he walks really well and, yes. the, and that the writing walks really well. Where yes. like you're introduced to him and you're like, oh, this is a klutz. This is a goofball. Because he's like, did you add your own? Like, like your own tailoring to your suit. Yeah. Uniform, yeah. And he's like, maybe just the piping. And you're like, okay, this is a character we're supposed to laugh at, but like, right. he's actually kind of scary in other right. ways. Right, And he's, like, very ambitious. Yeah. I love, I don't know how this actor does it, but I just love how he just makes the character's, like, total zealotry come through in his eyes. Yeah. In, like, non, in non-dialogue moments. Um, I loved the whole scene that he has with his uh, boss, I guess. His but, boss, Royce, yes. from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. That's right, it is yeah, shit. It is I didn't even realize that. You're right. I recognize him, but I couldn't place from shit. where. Yeah. yeah. But I just love... Playing the same guy. I was gonna, yeah. He walked straight out of it. He walked through a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Someone like, who just, I don't want to be bothered so, by yeah, all this. I don't yeah. want to be dealing with all this shit. <laughs> I, I, just, I loved it so much because I, I just felt like... I mean, it was a great scene, but and I thought it was really elegantly written. I actually think, in general, Andor is so much more gracefully written than mm-hmm. I'm used to getting from Star Wars content. Not that it's poorly written in general, but I, it's just... I don't know. Like, it really impressed me. But that scene in particular, I just thought, whoever that actor is playing uh, Cyril, I think his name was... Yeah. Something like j- that. just made him look so... I don't know how you look self-righteous, but he just did. Mm-hmm. And he has this, like, seething quality to him while he's, like, hearing this bureaucrat be, like, seriously, like, don't worry Like, sweep it under the rug, it. yeah, make well, something up. And I love what he says is essentially true. Was yeah. like, those two guards were just they shooting... Were right, they're a bunch of idiots. And yeah. then they just Nobody picked the wrong them. guy. Right. Yeah. And, ugh, I loved it. I loved it. I also thought the whole sequence with... Uh, the people, I can't remember the name of the town, but I thought that whole area was such a well done, uh, and like shown off setting. Mm-hmm. It's like the guy, the, 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 the yeah, the, the, the bell, the, 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 the bell yeah. anvil almost. Yeah. yeah. Loved that. I loved how you even get a shot of him doing like a practice swing. Yeah. And like his little like ritual before doing he starts doing it, like psyching himself that. up. Yeah. 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 Loved that so much. Um, but I loved also. Also not Chris O'Dowd cuck. <laughs> yes. Well, I, 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 I know him because he was in Angels in America yeah. in uh, West End. He is truly like, not Chris yeah. O'Dowd. He's not Chris O'Dowd. He's like slightly better looking, but not as. He gets backstory by. Uh, yeah. Did you recognize her? No. She was Good Omens. She was our she anathema. Was the witch. She was anathema. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, but uh, uh, I just love um, the at the towards the end. You'll see this. But there's like the the whole thing with like everyone banging on metal pipes right. to like freak out the right. soldiers. Also, they have oh, like so good. Is that also a mining thing with like the wall of gloves? Like what's up yes. with the wall of gloves? Yeah, I love that they don't explain it. Yeah. Just just or just me, like whatever one. like industrial. Yeah, whatever they're doing in there, they hang their gloves up afterwards. Yeah. on the wall. And no one right. takes them. Yeah, well, it's it's polite. It's their it's, data. It's, it's because culture. it's polite. Yeah. It's a, it's probably like a sin, right? It's probably like a yeah, deep, most yeah, like, like the most cultural moral right. The right. most horrible crime you could commit is to steal someone else's to gloves. Steal their gloves off the wall. Um, but yeah, the it's a, it's Star Wars, but with drinking and there's cursing and there's prostitution. <laughs> oh, honey, there's always been drinking in Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I loved the weird. Were those prostitution bubbles in the beginning? Oh, yes. oh, when you like it see was supposed the, to yeah. be like the Amsterdam red light yeah. district, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's windows. people in bubbles. Yeah. Well, I also think. Um, well, the bar is also a brothel. Right. Yeah. 
But like when he was walking by, people right? You see like them. outside, yeah. and they're yeah. all kind yeah. of like literally just like stuff. a vending machine yeah. thing that you like. I don't like know you what put, put your coin in, just yeah. like, it opens up and you get in with them or something. I guess yeah. Like where do they where do you go? You're not gonna fuck in the bubble. Are you? Maybe the bubble becomes transparent when you Maybe. select them or something. Or, yeah, but yeah, they or not transparent. Like, okay. Yeah, oh yeah. And I think we're all giving you two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Fiona yeah. Shaw's in it. I love her. She's great. <sighs> she really and she, I I know she probably won't be back just because I feel like most of those people. Well, also, I guess this is my only quibble with Andor. I don't... It didn't... Why not just give us a feature-length pilot? It was three episodes that come out to 90 well, minutes. Well, they didn't plan on doing three. At first, it was going to be just two, and then it ended up being three. So so I don't know uh, why Disney is doing that, but, like, they... It was originally going to be, like, it's one episode, and then they're like, actually, airing? we're pushing it back a week, but now it's two episodes, and then it became three somehow. So, Streaming like, airing is, like, the Wild West. No, it truly is. Right? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it's like, you like, kind of do whatever. We did everything on Wednesdays, but now She-Hulk's going to be on Thursdays because we want another show to come out on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's like, it ring, Lord of the Rings, we aired the first episode on Thursdays. Subsequent episodes to be on Friday. Fridays, so we're right. One week for some unforsaken reason. Yeah, yeah. Why, no, it, it truly doesn't make sense anymore. I, I yeah, it's it's more confusing than network TV in this. It sense. is some yeah. like it is it is a bunch of like people and algorithms trying to figure out when what is like make the most money. Right, like like how do we get the most subscribers? Yes. Like how do we space this out? Yeah, it is nuts. Yeah, but, you know we deal with it. And now it comes to you two because I haven't well, watched. So I think the next two. thing to go to would be uh, Rings of Power. Yeah, I think I think for me we're kind of going in like. A downward slope in terms of your of, interest. Yeah, in terms of like in terms of how much I'm enjoying them. So um, yeah. I you know probably too soon to say with Andor really, but like for Rings of Power, you have Lee. We have both watched yeah, all of the I'm episodes so far. That, Chris, yeah. you have seen none of it, correct? I've seen none of it. Okay. But, um, I do plan on watching. I I do not care about spoilers, so don't let that inhibit you at all. I've I mean, so been, here I'm gonna like I've been reading recaps on Vulture okay. because I've been curious. Because yeah. I I feel like so. there's maybe only like. It, would I be wrong in saying that there's only maybe one thing you could spoil in and this that, show? Maybe that guy is Gandalf. Maybe right. Not. I we feel don't know. I don't know. The thing is, I, 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 I think that the show is like maybe like. I will say the latest episode made me briefly think, like, maybe it's not Gandalf, but it's probably Gandalf. No, I mean, well, see, that's what I think, too. My, my thought was just because it's so obviously being teed up to be Gandalf. Yeah. Part of me is like, are they going to try and pull a switcheroo and have it be someone else? Well, the thing is, is that that's not the, like, if you Google it, like, everyone thinks he's Sauron. Or a lot of people think he's Sauron. I've seen that, yeah. Which is like, I never thought he was Sauron. No, I don't think he's Sauron. I don't think Wouldn't that be an no interesting, right. would be an interesting twist, I guess, because so, then you I mean, it would be an interesting twist, but it would be, like, a, kind of a nutso Yeah, and I'm also <laughs> no longer convinced that Halbrand is Sauron. Mm. But there um, is, there is like, a mystery of the show, right, which is, so, like, yeah. Sauron's here somewhere. Right, it's, it, right, it's basically, like, like, we know that he's here. Is he pretending to be someone else? Like, what's he doing? Yeah. Uh, I've seen theories that that weird new character that was also invented for the show, Adar or Adar, yeah, but he's is Sauron? Sauron. No, he's I don't not. think he's so. He's just an elf. Yeah. Because, like, like, but part orc? No. Apparently? How could you be part orc? Well, orcs were Orcs, right, elves. orcs were elves, yeah. I... Vulture's but recap. He, but you've seen, remember, he's like he's like an elf that can still be in the sun, but he's like turning into an orc. Oh yeah, okay. He's like because he's remember he's got all the weird like skins ready to like boil over and he's like yeah, disfigured. That's true. So I think that he's like the el- like one of the first elves that was corrupted or something, and he's like for some reason not fully corrupted into an orc yet, but he is like currently still an elf. I will say I I recognized one of the. Names, character names in the cast. Um, whoever the Elven Smith is, Celebrimbor. 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 No hard, no soft C's. Yeah, in the always case. Okay, yeah. Which was a revelation to me in this show, and I was like, "That's the stupidest thing." That's how it is in the movies. Yeah, I would have. I like Celebrimbor. Anyway, well, I guess it should have made sense to me because, like, like 
Kieran and Killian are also right. Yeah, says, yeah. So. He's um he's a major character in those like Shadow of Mordor games. Right. Well, I mean, he's yeah. like the he's forger. Very, yeah. There's like a lot of famous like Gil Galad is like in Lord of the Rings Fellowship. Like he's right. right. A lot he's of cat. He he shows up in a flashback at some point. Yeah. A lot of these are like aggressively like characters who have been mentioned before in other yeah. works have done having done important things in this world mm-hmm. and now like the for the first time they're showing up thing about i mean because of the way elves are is that gilgala the king of the high king of elves in middle earth is like apparently like galadriel's like great grandnephew or something yeah like he's like way younger than her it's so it's, it's very strange but he's the high king and she's just like a weird wandering paladin yeah is that her deal on this show like is she kind of the only one who's like she's really like serious about i mean yeah was she yeah, okay, because her like her brother was killed by Sauron, and so it's like this. It's sort of like her personal vendetta. It's like now, like because he's dead, she yeah. feels that she has to be the but one to do it. Definitely, like it's definitely an exploration, if not that deep yet, of like sort of PTSD, because like they they touch a lot on her. There's this whole thing where like she's she's sent back to uh, the Undying. What are they called? Valinor. Yeah, Valinor. I, I can I can't remember. When she gets else. back, because like the first, in the first episode, they like her troops commit mutiny on her because they're mm-hmm. like, you've got to like we're so fucking sick of following. We you do not right? want to like we the king told us to look this much and then go back, and you yeah. want us to go further. We're done. This is nuts. There's no more Sauron. You're crazy. Then she goes back and like the king is like, "Good job, you killed all the evil. Right, no more evil. As a reward, you get to go to the Undying Lands." And it's like uh, eventually revealed that like they kind of know that he's not gone, but they worry that like her own like f- like un un inability to like give up on this is like fueling evil somehow. Like she's got some <laughs> sort of like poison in her or something. Um, and it does connect to like there's like a greater. I mean, they, they, like again in the Southlands, like you know the orcs are. Taking or in the process of taking over, and like the king has like this tree where it's like the tree is starting to decay, and mm-hmm. so it's like this clear indication of like the evil's not fully gone. Mm. Um, but in both of the elven king says this, and Godriel says this, like about herself, is that she kind of like feels like there's like a poison in her, which I kind of like is an interesting way of touching on like what war does to a person, mm-hmm. where like you don't know how to move on from that. I don't think it's that deep and explored that well, but. Um, it's interesting, but it yeah, is, it's yeah. pretty much like her whole arc, and it it makes her a little boring. Because it's sort of one note. Yeah, because it's like every it, she's just very like, even like you got you got Elrond and Durin who are like one two of the better characters yeah, that have more depth, and they have like other like Durin's got a family, he's got a wife, right. he's he's the prince, he's got to rule this kingdom one day, he's got a lot of like warring loyalties and friendships and interests, and like Elrond, he's like got this this dad constellation he's got to live up to and right. he's got like you know a lot of big family legacies and he's ambitious and he wants to make it a world but he also is like curious and passionate and like has this friendship with with Durin right and the elves are also like you got to give us all the dirt on the dwarves and he's like I promised yeah. I wouldn't do that and so their plotline is basically like the dwarves being like we're keeping the secret about the war that we've discovered and you know we don't want to like Mithril Mithril well, they don't know. That's the elven word for yeah. it. They have a different word for it. Damn. Um, but then, yeah, the elves are like, we know that they have Mithril and we need it. So we need, to, <laughs> we need you to get it for us. Right. And it's the two of them, like, dealing with that, but also the fact that they are really close friends and they're trying to, like, navigate that and make it work for, for everyone. That sounds and good. that's a great plot. And it because mm-hmm. they have, like, there's levity in those scenes and they talk about things other than their, their quests or whatever. Whereas, like, every scene with Galadriel is like, Hey, do you want to maybe? Mission. Do you want right, maybe yeah. chill? And she's like, No, we must find Sauron. <laughs> yeah. it's what did you say like, about the okay. way the actor says Sauron? <laughs> <laughs> they say it is everything is like again. It's I have a like a pretty. I've had a pretty low tolerance for Tolkien 
to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like I appreciate what he did for fantasy. I do think that obviously His Tolkien, characters are a little Tolkien took fantasy from some of my the people that I like a lot, which I think are also a bit you know you you read it at the time and you have to understand that like some of these things they read are from like the 1910s. Tolkien is like what 60s, 50. I forget when he wrote his show. Earlier, but yeah, early, but like older. So yeah, it's it's just dated, and it's like it's at this point like far too like there's too much pageantry and like pomp and like <laughs> pretension around it, and and I get that he's a linguist, so he he's having a lot of fun with his his fancy words, but like got it every the way they pronounce everything in that show is just too much. I'm like, could you roll your R's every? <laughs> yeah. <other laughs> yeah, roll your R's a little bit less. Don't make every two syllable word five syllables. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they, they, it's everything that they pronounce in that. Numenor. Numenor, Numenor is the big one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Numenor. Yeah, they roll the R at the end of Numenor. Yeah, you, you, you gotta fucking like, put some paprika on that R. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed the way I've seen uh, 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 Numenor spelled out. It's got like a. It has an O with something. like an accent, I think a droid, like pointing this way on the O, which I have not seen before. And I'm like, God, how do you pronounce that? It's just Numenor. I mean, again... Numenor! I can't show my R's, but it would sound like that. Yeah. Also, yeah, there's... It is... It's Isn't a weird... Numenor the place that just gets... Literally, it's, it's the Atlantis. Yeah. The right. It hasn't happened yet, yeah. but they're, they're, they're hints. why, like... Uh, like uh, okay, so... Uh, what's his nuts? Your boy. Strider. Oh, uh, Aragorn? Aragorn. Yeah. Has, is Numenorian <laughs> in blood, because... The Numenor humans were, like, blessed by elves or whatever, so they get to live to be, like, 200. Right. And then some of the nobles, or the kings, get to live to be 300 because they're that good. Um, and so, like, that's what... Like, Aragorn is, like, one of those people because he still has that, like, extended lifespan. He's mm-hmm. not a normal human that lives to be, like, 100. Um, and there is this character who is not from Numenor, but who is the fucking spitting image of Viggo Mortensen <laughs> in the show, who is from the Southlands and therefore was, like, sort of in the same area that he's being, I feel, He does feel like he's being primed to be, like, the Aragorn of the he's show. The Aragorn type. Yeah. He's definitely the is Aragorn. he also a ranger? Because he, he's, a, he's well, a fucking guy that's that's secretly the prince. Right, and he, like, the, doesn't have any interest in being... He doesn't want to be the king. Yeah, huh, yeah this is sounding like an identical setup. Yeah, and, and like, Galadriel's pretty much, like, dragging him. Right, like, you gotta be the king. He's like, meh. Does yeah. he also have an an an, uh, an elfin love with whom he cannot be? Wow, well, let's see what happens with Galadriel. Yeah. yeah, but I I like it's he probably could be Sauron. He could be. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, and it would be like I I but it feels obvious to me in a way that maybe like it's not like that's the the weird obvious conclusion that I drew, which I could be wrong about because maybe the whole point of making him look like Viggo Mortensen was that everyone was like, ah, it's Aragorn's right. Ascendant. It's a good boy. Yeah, he's yeah, a good it's boy. Aragorn's ancestor, right. or whatever. And maybe, but uh, but as soon as I heard that like Sauron was in the show somewhere, and I know for a fact from some other reading that like Sauron used to be hot, I was like, well, that's probably mm. Sauron then. I thought, isn't there supposed to be another hottie? Uh, someone was saying there's like a Puerto Rican actor who's playing an elf. And he's been... Ar- per- what is his name? Yeah. Arondil or something? Yes, that's right. I, I can't... Yeah, Arondir. something like that, yeah. He's um, fine. Yeah, he's, he's, he's nice. He doesn't oh. get to do a whole lot. No, he really hasn't. Of, he kind of just has to be Gladriel Light. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, the only elf that cares about the Southlands and the fact that orcs are back. Right, because he like kind of has a romance with a woman. Yes. He's got this like... Yeah. The single mom. Single mom that he likes. And the, yeah. And that's the, fun. The kid is like a, 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 a human. Wraith in training. A Southland yeah. human. Yes. Yeah. Wait, 
Really? I mean, they, he, they find like a spooky. He finds a spooky sword. Yeah. A spooky, <laughs> you know, you know it's spooky and evil because when he like puts blood on it, it like gets magical. And, right. It becomes like it looks just like a shaft and it's just, like, like a yeah, handle. it's like a hilt with like oh, a. Sharp. Right. But then when it gets blood on it, it like becomes a sword. Oh, Freaky. Like, yeah. Well, that seems inherently blade. evil. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems bad. Right? <laughs> and he uses it twice, and then like his one of the other humans is like, ah, the Morgoth rises up again. Yeah, yeah. He's like the. Yeah, yeah. the Dark God, right? And he's like, "Oh no, is this sword evil?" And I'm like, I'm figuring this out now. <laughs> also, black and creepy looking. Yeah, I was actually like, in the last episode, I like fucking cheered at my television when he decided to tell someone about yeah. the obviously evil. So I was like, "Wow, I did not." No, I would, no, I was so because I was like, "Fuck me!" If we have to do with an entire season of him be like, "Should I tell someone about the evil sword?" It's like, no, just fucking tell someone. That the, the, it's the eats, whole reason the orcs are tearing up that also right. that also eats blood. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> blood. Yeah, and it's also like. Exclusively, like why, like the a dark guy and all of his orcs are tearing up because they're literally just looking for this sword. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, what would you guys would you guys suggest? Yet? I think it's I I would. I don't love it so far, but I like it. It's a very like. <laughs> It's a very expensive show, very and you expensive. can tell. It's good looking. Yeah, you can definitely tell that a lot of money is going into this. So, like. It's not like you should expect a visual step down if you like the movies, you know? Yeah. It's not like the sort of thing where, like, it's done on a TV budget. Like, this could be a movie. I just gotta wonder, like, what do the elves do when it rains? There's <laughs> no roofs. Yeah. They just live in a forest. No, that's they, they true. Have, they have a din- They have, like, Wait, a state have, dinner. Like, isn't... Don't they have, like, Rivendell and, like, places with seals? Not in this show. In, in Linden, it's just a big forest with a lot of trees, and they Maybe have this never state rains dinner. There. Yeah. And there's just, like, a dining room table... And a copse of trees Outdoors, around it yeah. With no magic baby. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's like Lothlorien had like the tree houses. Yeah, and I mean, you guess maybe just the climate is just so that like yeah. it rains like five days a year or something. It's in like a river delta, so there and has that's to true. be, maybe has to be made, some precipitation maybe going on. They deal with rain and they just do not follow yeah. the elves. But I'm just saying, I haven't seen in any of the Linden scenes. I haven't seen a single building. <laughs> just seen trees and like sort of like druid realness. furniture, yeah. like like yard furniture, basically like very uh, very Southern California to bring the indoor outdoor. It is, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very SoCal vibe. Yeah, <laughs> there are a bunch of SoCal surfer dudes these yeah, elves. But no, I, I think it's it looks pretty good. It does. It's understatement. It's like a, they spent a lot of money on the show. I mean, yeah, no, you you can tell they spent a lot of money. Yeah, it's got a good score, and they did like yeah. a, the last episode had like a really good uh, song in it. Um, I liked this the traveling song. Yeah, the traveling yeah. song. I liked that. Yeah. Um, Everyone in it is good so far. Like, I if I don't love Galadriel, it has nothing to do with the actor. No, the, portraying the performance her. is really good. Yeah. I, I I will say like some of the stuff is really good, like the Elrond and stuff. I love a lot. Yeah, I mm-hmm. and agree. I, like I the one thing I did not see coming from the show that is by far my favorite thing the show does is the wacky stranger plotline. Yeah, that's been fun. Basically, like ET. It's yeah. basically like the Lord of the Rings EP where it's like yeah. like a man falls from, from the, the sky, sky, plops down the middle of the ground, and we're all just can, like, what's the deal? It doesn't know how to speak right. English at all. And like, but he, he'll do things that will sometimes powers. make magical effects occur. Yeah. He, right. Like, he doesn't know how to like, control. The fucking gales, like, threatens tr- tr- right. to blow the, the forest or over. fireflies die or yeah. ice comes or whatever, but... I guess they um, And he seems to know that it's bad. Like, he yeah. Seem to he's like, he's it. learning now that like... It's it's a bad thing to kill other like don't kill other things that's not good sure yeah because like the the last episode he's like trying he like hurts his arm I guess and he's mm-hmm. like trying to heal it and there's like ice coming up but then like somebody else touches the ice and it like immediately like spreads onto her whole arm and right. he, he like is too in his trance to even notice what's happening um, freaky yeah so yeah he's he's it's 
definitely like he's some sort of oh and then also uh, yeah there's like a they introduce like somebody's app looking for him there's other weird yeah. people looking for him right because there's some people that show up at the comet site like the crater mm-hmm. yeah and they're like huh and they like, got, they've got weird eyes <laughs> right right and they're pale and you're like who the, who? <laughs> I don't know. what evil person is this now yeah, yeah. i wonder if there wasn't just a temptation to just keep coming up with new characters with new looks every episode. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a lot of mixed things in general about the Harfoots. Um, I don't mind them. I think I, I, think I had fun with them. Yeah, I think a lot of people find them stereotypical. Too black, too black for, for fantasy, apparently. Well, well not, they're not. Like, not the main really. family that you follow I is mean, white. there are some people. Yeah. There are black people in the Harfoots, the yeah. people of color. But they're all, they all spout quite folksy Irish yeah, accents. I do. will say that in a nice way. And I think some people find it uh, stereotypical or derivative of, like, the Irish traveler culture, mm. which I can't speak to. I don't yeah. know anything about Me it. Me neither. Um, but, uh, but I, like, I th- yeah, I, I think maybe, I'm not sure if it's just Irish people are particularly offended by how, like, kind of folksy they are. But I don't think it's that much worse than the hobbits in... Uh, Lord of the, the Rings. Shire. Yeah, I never noticed very, it. very, like, West Country stereotypes. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, like, trading one for the maybe other. Maybe if I was from the UK, I would notice or feel differently. But yeah. I don't. But no, they so. seem fine. I, I actually like some of the dialogue that they have. Like, there was, like, a line about, like, heart sense and mind sense or something. I can't remember. It was... It was a good exchange. Well, I liked the bit where it was like the one is hiding under the table trying to grab a star chart and the other one like comes in oh, and, like, yeah. to like distract the guy who's sitting there. He's like, do you have it? Do you like, how, like, how's your writing going? Do you have any left? So yeah. like, she just like move her hand left. He's like, oh, do you just have a little left? Yeah, a little, oh, so just a little left. <laughs> yeah. Now. And then she's and then, like, she goes like, right, no, left. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun. I like comic yeah. bits. That's my uh, bread and butter, baby. Yeah, Poppy, I like Poppy and Oreo. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah it's worth checking out. I, probably, I feel like I probably won't really know how I feel until, like, the season is done. But, like, right. as for now, I'm like, yeah, this is worth it. Yeah, watching. we gotta see if it's six landing. Yeah. And lastly, we will go to House of the Dragons, which only I have seen. Am I right in this? Yeah, I yeah. do. It's okay. on my list, I, but I just keep... I gotta be honest with you. Fun. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch this. Yeah, I am interested I to know what people think. I'm reading things on it because I'm curious, but I'm not curious enough, enough to watch. I don't know. Again, this is something else where it's probably gonna take the first season for me to see how I feel about this and if I feel like continuing. Because I don't know. So I don't know if you guys know, but like in the most recent episode, they did like a 10-year time jump. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of the younger actors have been recast right. with adults, which is, to me, like, kind of fucking insane. And it's not like, again, not like any of the adults are bad actors, but they're just different actors. And so it's just sort Do of they like... Have different takes on the character? Not, I mean, not really. It's just like... I, I, Rainier is the main... The main... Rainiera? Theme, Rainiera, yeah, I don't yeah. know her name, but she's the same, right? No. No. Yeah, I know, Because she, right? like, she was, like, on the cusp, right? She yeah. was, like, kind of 16. Yeah. They recast her. Yeah, She's they the recast leader. literally... There's, like, four... I want to say, like, four, maybe, maybe three younger actors who are all, like, late... Who are, like, ostensibly playing, like, young teenagers, but yeah. are, like, probably, like... Is that they kept under wraps or something? Because I don't... I don't no, know. They, were, they had said it. I just okay. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. When I they, sort of thought maybe it would happen, like, at the end of the first season. Yeah. But, when like, they, no. It happens arbitrarily six episodes in. I think they announced all of the casting at once. Yeah, they oh, did. Okay. Because what's, it's... I've been reading a little bit about it, because it's, like, Rhaenyra, oh, Alicent, they right. both get casted up. Right. And Isn't Rhaenyra's... Like a small, small child? Does she get aged up? Wait, sorry. What's that? Isn't there, like, a tiny child? Like, a 12-year-old? or something oh who had like giant gray hair oh oh yeah so like basically just the like the family's children all get aged up so you got the two of those you get Rhaenyra's future husband has been aged up Mm. his younger sister has been aged up 
It's mostly just, I think, the four of them. And I could be forgetting something. But it's just kind of like, I'm just saying, like, imagine, like, if the first season of Game of Thrones, like, all of a sudden it's like, and now there are new children. And now, like, Bran is, like, the kid who played Bran, he's 30 now. In the case, just, it would just be like, okay. In the case of House of the Dragon, do they then have to kind of reintroduce them with another character giving them the name for the audience? Like, or do they just assume you're going to get... Like, I just mean, like, for a character, if they've, like, recast it, they're not then having someone tell you, by the way, that's that's Rhaenyra now, or they're just... I mean, they're fulfilling the same roles that they were before, you know? It's like, she is still the king's daughter, oh, so okay. I assume, like, you look at her and you're like, aha, I understand that she was a child in the previous episode, okay, okay. but now she is a woman, and all that sort of shit. Um, so I, I think that's kind of insane. Like, it almost makes me wonder, why didn't you just start the show with them as adults, you know? Like, if you wanted to really do this, and I don't know, maybe if you wanted to do some sort of bullshit Westworld thing of, like, two different timelines, you could be, like, weaving two timelines throughout the first season. Very popular in, t- in the TV of Yeah, now. we fucking love this shit. Very so, popular like, in the TV You could now. be doing, like, an extended flashback that runs as the show is going on. I'm saying you should, but you could. And so, like, for me, that is just a very strange thing to do. Yeah. And... I, I don't want to say, like, the pacing feels weird to me entirely. Uh, it does a little bit bring to mind the later seasons of, games, of Game of Thrones where it was sort of like, we gotta move. Like, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, fucking, we gotta fucking get through this shit as fast as possible. Yeah. To the point where, like, I know what we're teeing up to because I know enough of this story to know, like, what happens. You know, like, I know the broad strokes where, you know, it's, it's two different factions of this family fighting for the throne because, like, each one has staked a claim on it. And so... I know that's where we're going to, and it's not that I don't find that interesting, but it is just sort of like, is this all it's going to be now? Right. You know, like it feels a little bit just like this is the only story we're really telling here. Hitting checkpoints you already know about. Is it? Are right. you supposed to like? Is there like a clear like good guy, bad guy? I, I guess know. you're supposed to find Rhaenyra. Good. Yeah. And Damon bad. Is it Damon? David. It is unfortunately Damon. D a e m o n, like yeah. male or Damon. Um, Damon is like <laughs> a rival, right? Well, he is her uncle. Yeah. And he was like, he would initially be next in line for the throne. Yeah. Because the current king had no sons. Right. Yeah. And the king's like, I'm bucking tradition. Daughter, you're next in line for the throne. Yeah. And like, that's what sort of sets off this whole entire thing. And I think that's a pretty interesting point to be this idea that like, you know, we know that like women could be in line for the throne, but like, let's be honest, guys, they're not actually going to be in line for the throne. There's like this entire thing too, where like, her aunt and obviously you know her, the sister of her father was should have been next in line for the throne but there was a council that got together and we're like well she is a woman and we don't think they'll go for that so like what if we said that her brother was actually next in line for the throne instead and just sort of skip right past her so like she has an interesting attitude where she's just sort of like you like they're never going to accept you as the queen like just know that right now that like wow. people are going to fucking hate you if you end up on the throne as the queen like if you think that you're calling the shots here which I think is again a really interesting dynamic that these two characters can share one of them has like lived this person's past and is like you're just gonna get fucking screwed out of it so like no matter what you think is happening right now what you think is owed to you these people will stop at nothing to make sure that doesn't happen doesn't Rhaenyra like not want to necessarily be the queen at first doesn't she isn't she like kind of happy to not have to deal with it I think she, I, I, it seems like 
in the first episode, she's okay with the idea of knowing that, like, she might have a brother at some point yeah. who will take the throne for her. And it's like, that's fine. Like, yeah. she's like, okay, like, she doesn't really care that much. But I think now that it's been sort of posited as your dad saying, like, but it's going to be you, kiddo. She's yeah. kind of like, well, Inter- I guess, it, yeah, she's like, well, I guess it's going to be me she's then. She's eating, drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah. The cool meat or whatever they called it. Yeah, the cool meat. Yeah. Hey, guys, I've got some blue raspberry <laughs> cool meat. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of, I mean, there's obviously, you know, you got your incest and shit so if you want more of that there's definitely that there yeah i really don't but i mean like that's just it's it's such a bizarre like fact of life in these shows you're right where it's like like but like but you should marry your cousin to consolidate power and you're like oh, okay I, um, I guess you should i was reading a thing where they they were kind of indicating the Can they just have sorry yeah. Can they just have kids out of wedlock and just say, like, it's definitely that? My well, that's kid. kind of what happens. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, doesn't that happen? Um, I was reading something that, like, basically, at one point, Rhaenyra is, like, betrothed to a, her cousin. Her cousin, right. who is gay. Who is gay, right. And she's like, we'll just be married. Right, and she's basically, basically like, we'll both live our own lives for the sake of presentation. We'll pretend to be a but, happily married couple, but, like, you'll do your thing, I'll do my thing, it'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. But then, like, she... She's giving birth to babies with different hair color. And, and everyone's like, sort of like, hmm, you guys, You guys both are platinum blondes, yet your children have Your children dark have dark hair. hair. Like, that's yeah. weird, isn't it? Doesn't, doesn't the, doesn't, like... Uh, isn't it something like some other like captain who's hanging around? Right, and she has isn't like, like a, a guy who's like very. There is basically like this hot love interest of hers who has dark hair. Yeah. Everyone's just kind of like, hmm, interesting, isn't it? And yeah, like, the, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna right, and I mean, also that's what the king basically because Alicent, who is who was Rhaenyra's like BFF, yeah. and then was like married off to the king by her father as a means of like consolidating power for their family. Alicent's the one who's kind of like. It's weird, isn't it? It's kind of weird that, like, your daughter, like, your grandson's hair is all dark. That's strange. And he's like, like, don't fucking tell yeah. people that shit. Like, like what you are accusing them of is a really fucking big deal. So shut up about it. Yeah. I was, it's like, in the game I'm playing Dishonored, uh, it's always been, like, a joke. Like, it's, I always, like, thought it was crazy because the first game is about this empress and the empress has an 11-year-old daughter. She has no husband. And she, what she does have is a, like, very hot bodyguard who's with her 24-7. Natch. And it's just like, everyone is just, like, walks around, like, hello, Empress, hello, Emily, hello, Royal Protector. <laughs> like, you're definitely not right. fucking the Empress and the father of this daughter. I mean, like, that is basically, like, the thing of this, where it's just sort of like, you know, like, everyone knows it. It's an open secret, yeah. but you can't ever say that that's yeah. the case. Can't say anything about it. Right, yeah. because, like, that's, 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 here's yeah. the And it's, like, hilariously, you. like, that game starts with, like, the Empress being assassinated mm-hmm. and, like... Uh, you have to like go on this whole quest to like get your daughter back, or you're you're not, or you're like, ooh, probably your daughter. Uh, by the, Dishonored Two takes place like 15 years later, and by that time, it's everyone's like, yeah, we we know. It's <laughs> <laughs> At some point during like Emily, the child growing up, she was just like, everyone, you just need to know that this is my dad, and like we're just gonna deal with that fact. Okay, <laughs> like I'm done playing. My my mother was killed in front of my eyes when I was 10, so <laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> I do sort of feel like, frankly, if I were the gay husband, I would probably, like, try to have one kid, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like, at the very least, like, just to throw off suspicion of the fact that, like, all your kids Wait, are yeah, good Yeah, like, don't have a kid, again, don't have a kid with your cousin. Oh, no, of course. Well, I mean, that's the big thing right yes. there, right? Don't don't marry your family members, yeah, but, but, but obviously... Have kids if you want, but get another woman to father that kid. Or, <laughs> like, 
If find another know. blonde, find another blonde. I mean, that's the thing, G. Yeah, she ideally she should have found someone who was blonde and been like, "All right, let's do this real yeah, quick. Right. We're gonna pretend that this is your baby, and this or is gonna clear all like, suspicion." Whatever the fucking. There's always some sort of fantasy day after pill in these shows. Yeah, they have tea. There's like a the tea. tea yeah. in this oh, one like that they tea's right yeah. thing in real life too. Yeah. Although, yeah. Um, I've been watching The Great, and as very fictional as that show is in many respects, one real thing they get is. Um, some of the earliest forms of contraception was cutting off the top of a lemon, inserting it inside the woman. It both acts as a wall, but then uh, also the citric acid kills, is a spermicide. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I wonder what that would feel like. All tingly fresh. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine... Just, I can't imagine. I don't know. Imagine not something you want to forget. There's a lot of... <laughs> listen, there's a lot of, like, pH stuff that goes on down there. Yeah, that you that's don't, true. I don't want to you, fuck you don't want to fuck with that shit. Oh, just gotta leave it be. I am, I am quite sure in, like... Uh, pre-enlightenment Russia they were just like yeah shove it up there they had bigger problems I'm sure yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, so yeah. basically I feel like with Rings of Power or not with Rings of Power with um, House, House of the, the Dragons, Dragons I'm I'm like sort of content to wait this out also for the first season and see how it goes I could very well see it being something that I don't Mm. return to for season two for the time being I, I, mean, I do want to check it out for the dragons yeah I also there's a crazy thought in my head that if I contribute viewership to the show a big budget show where they have to do a lot of dragons mm-hmm. that I'm gonna get Your Dragon, dragon Riders of Pern I just want Dragon Riders of Pern as an it's HBO show it's always the show. dream yeah maybe I actually no you? HBO should love it because there's so much sex in Dragon Riders of Pern because <laughs> you have to have sex when your dragon has sex <laughs> It's a fucking rule. It's not making this up. I know you're not. You told us before, which it sounds fun, but I was just... (laughs) It does sound fun. fun. I was just going to say, in your free time, you should create a bot to just dream all dragon content across all platforms yeah. just so that everyone, everyone will see like an uptick and they're like, interesting. Yeah. What dragon stuff can we adapt? It's time, man. Yeah. It's time for that, that franchise to come out of the 70s and into the now. All right. I got, I got to yeah, go. We all got to eat some dinner. All right. Yeah. So we did our little franchise update. This was Thankfully. fun. I, I really enjoyed just doing TV chat. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's nice just not having to do homework. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back in two weeks with our Halloween Spectacular episode, Vamps. It's very scary. Oh, so scary. Ooh. how done it is. <laughs> Dragpack.com is the website. You can find us on there, facebook.com slash whywitchpodcast, uh, on iTunes, Stitchy Preems. Find us there as well. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.